Welcome to the Stuffed Fabulist on Air, audio commentaries by Jeffrey Grossans from the website www.stuffedfabulous.com. These commentaries present an independent point of view in the form of original fables and parables on psychological, social, political, spiritual, and philosophical questions of today. The ultimate moral or lesson of each tale is left to listeners to decide. The following is one of those tales for the deepest hours of the night. The Pawn Once a pawn tried to size up the board. The pawn admitted to being at a disadvantage in not seeing the whole of the chessboard, in not knowing whether the square on which it found itself gave any true sense of the larger scheme of things, or simply marked the limits of its own ability to understand. Suppose its own square really was the measure of the board, a microcosm reflecting the macrocosm, as it were. If that was the case, what explained the difference in color of the four squares bordering it? How could its own square amount to anything, given this difference, but the exception to a surrounding conformity? the mark of how little it and its own perspective counted for when all was said and done? Or did the hint of a like color touching on the corners of its square offer some reassurance of partners to that perspective out there someplace? And yet, if the board was merely a succession of black and white, and every square was the opposite of those on all four sides, was regularity, in fact, no more than repeated change, and nothing could be counted on to last or provide reassurance beyond the moment? New to the game, the pawn had received what apparently counted for complete instructions on how to proceed, but these struck it as both arbitrary and mysterious, with opportunity for quick advance likely as not to end in stalemate or, worse, being snatched from the board into sudden oblivion. And the promise of a grand reward for making it all the way across this pattern enigma, rebirth in a form as different from the pawn's present one as night was from day and triumph was from defeat, seemed an invitation to delusional aspirations rather than true fulfillment. But to remain here on its little square, with retreat impossible and advance uncertain, left the pawn's fate at the mercy of forces playing out their obscure strategies over the far reaches of the board, indifferent to the effect their own purposes might have on a lowly pawn or two. Forces ready even to sacrifice all pawns to some greater design, if need be. Better never to have found oneself in this predicament, the pawn reasoned, where the only escape lay in an imagined rewriting of the rules, a wholesale rejection of their set constraints, beginning with this board. Whatever the number of squares set for its limits, they should be doubled again and again, and their lines redrawn until limits lost all meaning, and where the board began or ended was meaningless as well. What one might imagine to be a square, a board, or a pawn 
must be freed of old definitions in favor of new ones. Pawn, 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 pawn. Now shape and color and movement and aim would defy all bounds and designations as dreams and inspiration do. And, as dreams and inspiration redefine everything else in turn. But how many pawns were ready to take that risk? What if all the rules changed, but none of them dared to make the first move? More fables and parables, like the one you've just heard, are available for reading, downloading, and forwarding at www.stuffedfabulous.com. Bound collections of tales in the series Likely Stories, Contemporary Fables and Parables, and audio CD collections of selected tales can also be ordered through bookstores or directly through the orders page of the website.